Welcome to the Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. And this week, we're talking about Rossini's Le Conte Ori, Eric. 1828, I believe, the debut, and this was his last comedy. Yeah, but it's very much in line with all of his other comedies. It's gloriously silly stuff. <laughs> it's really wonderfully silly. In fact, so much so that it was uh, it began life uh, in its libretto form as a, as a vaudeville. Uh, that Scrib and uh, who was the other librettist, um, Deleste Poisson, were concocting for for a vaudeville, and so when Rossini took an interest in it, they added a, a first act, and uh, away we went. This is set in the 12th century in the Touraine, the, the region around Tours in the Garden of France. It's based around a castle. Yes. And all the men, the aristocrats, the nobles, have gone off to fight in the crusade. As they were wont to do in those days. <laughs> and the women are all left in the castle, unprotected. Unprotected and unguarded, which the titular count regards as his perfect opportunity to, <laughs> to get with the countess. And that's Ori. Yes, Ori, and the countess Adele is, is the countess in question. His main mission in life is to get with the countess, at least at that moment in time. And he's bound and determined. It's kind of like the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote in a sense. <laughs> and so how does he plan on getting to her? Well, in, in she's locked up in the castle. Yes, in vintage Rossini tradition, he decides uh, disguise is the way to go. So in Act One, he disguises himself uh, as a monk and tries to get in that way and doesn't quite succeed. <laughs> he's unmasked. He disguises himself, as you said, as a, as a hermit monk. Yes. And he ostensibly is there, arrives at the castle to dispense advice on matters of the heart or whatever, whatever the women may want him to help them work out. Yes. This particular monk, though, has an agenda, doesn't he? He certainly does. <laughs> to complicate matters, Ori's page... Isolier, right, is in love with the Countess Adele as well. Exactly. And we should point out that this is another uh, pants role, a trouser role, which is to say that it's a mezzo-soprano, a woman playing the role of a young man. So Ori is disguised as the hermit, and he learns from Isolier, who comes to get some advice from the hermit, doesn't recognize his master. Right, right. And he learns... Ori learns that Isolier is in love with Adele. Exactly. Which makes him redouble his efforts <laughs> to get to her first. Not to be outdone by his, his page. When Adele comes to seek the hermit's advice, she says, I'm miserable because all the men have gone off and we're here alone. My other ladies, we're all waiting for our husbands and our brothers to, to return from the crusade. We don't know what their fate is, etc. We have sworn off men in the meantime as a gesture. Our chastity is a gesture of our solidarity with them. What does he suggest that she do? That she has to fall in love. <laughs> and she, he absolves her of her vow and tells her, go for it. 
Uh, I mean, isn't this, you could see it in the description of this exactly what Gilbert and Sullivan would latch on to, you know, many, many years later uh, as worthy of, of, uh, of parody because it's, it's just this, this sort of plot that they would, uh, you know, make hay of, isn't it? One of the things that happens when Isolier comes to the hermit is he tells the hermit that he has a plan to get into the castle and he's going to disguise himself uh, as a pilgrim as a nun and get into the uh, the castle and, <laughs> and, and the Comte Ori steals that idea what a great idea <laughs> <laughs> but not before just as the hermit he is unmasked exposed exactly exactly Thus right, right at the end of act the one the first act yes so in act two <laughs> we find the Count Ori and his men indeed dressed as nuns with the Count as the mother superior, no less. <laughs> the sisters of perpetual indulgence. <laughs> as it were. <laughs> yes. But I'm pumped. So, <laughs> act two, they're dressed as nuns and the, the Countess Adele. Welcomes them hospitality. into the castle. Yes. They are pilgrims and she wants to extend the comforts of the castle to them. And so they get into the castle. And what happens once they get in? The Count attempts to make his move on the Countess Adele. Meanwhile, Isolier has come to sort of... Make his move. (laughs) (laughs) So to speak. Right. Uh, And the three of them have this amazing trio that some actually believe is one of the greatest things Rossini ever wrote. À la faveur de cette nuit obscure. That would be the one. That would be the one. Well done. Say that three times fast. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's, there's all kinds of goings on in the dark during the course of this trio in which the, the count is, is uh, relying on Isolier to, to relay to the countess, his, his admiration and his feelings of love for her. Isolier is doing so, but basically presenting them as his own feelings. And because Isolier has realized when he hears that there's a group of nuns staying in the castle, that, Something doesn't smell quite right. Yes. And he realizes that this is the, the Count. Count Henri, right? Yes, exactly right. And so he's there to foil the plot, so to speak. Yes, in his own favor, hopefully. <laughs> so they're all sort of in bed together. Yes. The three of them. Yes, in a recent production, quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> then the news arrives that Her Adele's brother, the Count, and his crusaders are returning. And the Count Ori is once again unmasked, unmasked. <laughs> or, or unwimpled, as it were. <laughs> and Isolier uh, helps him to escape just in time before Adele's brother arrives. And, you know, that would be quite uh, a difficult situation for the Count to extricate himself from. So, so much like Don Giovanni. Exactly. The Count Ori doesn't really succeed. Exactly right. And is aided and abetted in escaping by his page here, servant in Don Giovanni. Leparello. Yeah, so it's sort of a screwball comedy uh, version of Don Giovanni in, a, in a, some senses. This, though, Le Contori, is sung in French. Yes. So Rossini working with a French libretto. Working with a French libretto. And for a, a French and, audience. And for a French audience and with a different... Uh, 
genre, a different style in, in a sense. I mean, it's still Rossini and there's still a lot of florid, you know, vocalizations, but he's working in a, in a French idiom, uh, which would then lead to his final opera, of course, which was William Tell, which was a, a French grand opera in the Meyerbeer Berlioz tradition and sense of, of scale. So is Rossini trying out different, uh, different compositional styles? So Le Cantori, it's light. Not a great deal there in terms of plot. Where is its great appeal? Uh, its great appeal is, as with Rossini in any you know, opera you care to name, is in its uh, ability to give virtuosic singers a dazzling showcase. Primarily for Ori and Adele with... Uh, to a slightly lesser extent, Isolier, but for Ori and Adele. And, you know, of course, we also have here um, a case in which you have a Rossini opera that is centered around the tenor, which doesn't often happen. I mean, you've got Count Ori and you've got uh, Rossini's Otello. I can't think of too many more, actually, uh, where he is the central character in the plot and the, the key figure upon which everything turns. And in terms of the tenor voice, this is quite a high part. Very much so. It's it's uh, it's it's very much for that quote Rossini tenor, which is to say, these light, florid-voiced tenors that can specialize in Rossini roles, uh, the likes of Juan Diego Flores or uh, Lawrence Brownlee. There are folks who who really specialize in that kind of uh, of role because their voices by nature have have enabled them to do so. No great moral here. Not really. <laughs> it's don't, just good fun. Don't really dress is. up as nuns and try and seduce nobility, lonely countesses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rossini's Le Cantori. That's this week's opera cheat sheet. I'm Sinjin Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. Thank you for listening.